My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. And welcome to the Oddscast podcast. I'm Dominic DeLeo alongside Joe Delera, producer Corey. No Terry takes today. Um, didn't even give us a reason but he's not here. Unfortunate because I wanted to get his take on the United States men's national team. He actually just messaged me. Um, he's still celebrating. Oh, there. so he's, yeah, he's AFK still. Uh, let's, let's all say a prayer for, uh, you know, his safe return. Yeah. I a mean, blast. I don't know if you all watched it. I know Corey did. Cause I was texting him about what the Mexican fans were saying in, uh, the Denver, they were playing in the Denver Broncos stadium. They were playing in mile high. Yeah. And then they had to like pause the game because the fans were chanting like homophobic things and there were beers being thrown at players multiple times, multiple That's fights. the like part. The beers being thrown never really stopped the game. It's when they started chanting. <laughs> Just like, like one, man. of all the things they could say. Definitely still not the worst. Honestly, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, like that is just thrown around. Yeah. If you're the busboy, that's your name. Yeah. <laughs> just a crazy game. I mean, like I felt good about the U.S. men's national team. I mean, the defense is a little sh- uh, shaky, but it's, you know, there's a lot of young players, a lot of young talent, and they, they did something that no other elite European uh, national team has done is win the uh, CONCACAF uh, Champions Cup or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. Um, I was trying so hard to live bet it and I just, I got blocked out and it sucked because there was like Joe, a- you couldn't. First off, my heart rate just returned to normal. It's been days. The last 20 minutes of that game were absolutely absurd. I was trying to live bet it when we were down, when there was like the 2-0, like when we were going to be down two and I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. Like this might be coming back. And then, well, that's why they froze it because they were doing yeah, it. Yeah, I was like trying to hammer it because I saw it. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, sports books are aware of VAR apparently. Listen, BetMGM <laughs> was not happy with me. They were like, that's enough, sir. Can you sports journalism uh, etiquette here? Because I know Joe is officially a sports media uh, personality. Because Did you get your capital ball. J in the mail yet? Yeah, I mean, somebody somebody's writing them checks. I think I need you guys to make fake, <laughs> you guys need to make fake like Twitter profiles of me, and then they'll give me the check mark because then they'll be like, "Oh, people are trying to impersonate him. He's important." Okay, I have a bunch of yeah. fake ones I already have. I'll just change the names. So, can you say we? Burner. Can you say we as an American? talking about the u.s men's national team because that was like a big no-no in capital j sports journalism like if you were like a yankees fan and you said like oh we like didn't do well in the bottom of the ninth uh that one day because you're not on the team but you are a member of the country so is that okay so my thoughts on it are you're the one who does it on this podcast so that's i you know i don't don't unplug it don't act like i'm calling you out but maybe a little bit hang in for technical difficulties i think joe unplugged he got so flustered that he just cut the mic 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 the capital j police showed up and cut it there it is there it is 
on. I want to get the I want to get the actual mic on. Oh, here we go. You are okay. so loud. You're on now. <laughs> now I'm on. You're yeah, more. You can, you, can take a step you, you can be less on. You can take a step you back. <laughs> I, I realized yeah. that this was an important point, so I wanted to make sure that everybody could hear it. Um, and I actually, this was so important that I unplugged my mouse because I had to decide: do I unplug the ring light or the mouse? And it was obviously the mouse. So that's where that's the sacrifice that we had to make. Um, this is for your viewing pleasure, just producer Corey and Dom. But I think what I've noticed in the way that I write anyway, because I generally am writing about a sports bet. I don't recommend bets that I'm also not going to take. People do that. It's weird. I don't understand what the fuck the point of it is then. Um, because if you're going to recommend a pick, you should fucking put your money where your mouth is. So I always feel like it's, it's kind of acceptable to say we, like we are rooting for this um, because the I team have surrounding the bet in it. And I, yeah. And like, I let people know that um, I don't care. It's not so much about the teams, but it's more of the, like what the bet is that I'm advocating for. Like, so when I give out a pick, I'm like, you know, we are rooting for this um, because I'm assuming that you're following me because like, honestly, fade at your own. I risk see. So, so that's, me. that's something I hadn't uh, really taken into account. Like you're saying we as like a get like the gambler can say we, yeah, because like we one game could be the Nuggets Nuggets plus six, but in another game it could be Suns plus two. So it really just depends. Um, it's it's just uh, you know, bet numbers, not teams. So right, well, that's, that's a good that's that's a good segue. Uh, let's do the NBA playoffs. Um, just as an aside, this podcast is being recorded on Thursday night, and there's a lot of things that could change um tonight like right now the nets and the bucks are playing game three you know the bucks are kind of in do or die um situation here so it could be you know they're up a little bit in the first uh second quarter but you know well they were up a lot yeah shooting regression so we're kind of in like a weird spot right now because we could talk a lot about the bucks but in terms of like you know, functionality, if, if the Bucks lose tonight, then the five minutes we spend talking about how the Bucks could come back is just moot at that point, and we won't yeah. be talking about that. Uh, Look, the thing we could just say is just shooting regression. That's all it is. Like, the I, Bucks I, poorly. So, a week ago. Like, that's how they win is what I'm saying. Like, the Nets are shooting incredible. Like, they're basically shooting 40, 50, 90 as a team, which is bonkers. Like, that's, like, Hall of Fame good. Like, there's only, like, three players in NBA history that have had, like, career averages like that. Well, you're saying you're saying they're Hall of Fame good, but there's, like, four Hall of Famers on that team. Three and a half. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, the whole, the whole fucking team, including, like, Bruce Brown and Nick Claxton. Like, yeah, you never know. They're young. Um, so, so, a week ago... Let's let's go macro level here. A week ago, um, we all put guns to our head and said, "What do we think the finals matchup is going to be?" And yeah. I said, and I didn't bet on this, unfortunately. I said it was going to be Nets Clippers. Yeah. And I want you, the NBA guru. Um, I don't even remember what you said. I said Bucks Suns, uh, but in. And that's just like I just was totally. You're wrong. dead. You're I'm dead. Like, <laughs> the Suns are the Suns are like not unlikely to go there. 
Um, the Suns look really good, but the, well, let's start. Let's start Bucks, with let's start with the Nets. Get out of the get get the Nets bucks out of the way. I think the Nets are, the Nets are walking really to, walking to the title. Um, as I said multiple times throughout the season, in order to win basketball games, you have to outscore the other team yeah. that you're playing, and it's going to be very hard to outscore the Nets. So yeah, I, I'm curious to see. I, part of what I when I made that decision too was I didn't know what the health situation of Joel Embiid was going to be. Um, he looks like he's healthy. Uh, it's just like a. Are we? We're bomb. talking Nets Bucks. Why are you bringing up Joel? Embiid? No, because that like that's part of why I thought uh, the Bucks, but um, the Nets are fucking nasty, and they just keep beating the fuck out of everybody. Um, and I a lot of like you're there. I can see them having a letdown game. Like I think this series can still go six. Um, even with the Nets coming out on top, like I could see the series going long still, uh, just based on the way like their shot profile is and everything. But they're really fucking good, and like to their defense is better than it seems because of the way that they can switch. Uh, Blake Griffin has completed the greatest fleecing of all time on the Detroit Pistons because he looks like he's like twenty five. Um, he looks absolutely fine. He so, was he was good in 2019. Yeah, like well, I mean, he had the knee issue, and then like he hasn't dunked, he hadn't dunked in like three years, and then he's just yamming on everybody now, um, and playing like man up on Giannis, which is a whole different thing. But uh, like Giannis has got a, like he's got the yips almost. So uh, it's it's a tough situation if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, um, considering they're just getting run all over by the nets right now so um, so all right i think that's enough for nets bucks because i don't <laughs> want to spend too much time on it because i mean i bet the nets tonight uh yeah, so did i there's just too and, much value it's crazy yeah dogs. and and if if they do win like i said i don't want to spend five minutes on a series that could be over by the time that we uh release this podcast honestly if the bucks win tonight or like win yesterday i think that there will be value on the nets to win in five like a gentleman's sweep kind of um I, and i would i think that there might be some value there and like an angle that could be bet so let's move on to the other Eastern Conference final, uh, Eastern Conference semis, um, which I think the winner of is going to have the, um, you know, the opportunity to be gentlemen swept by the Nets in the Eastern Conference finals, um, the Sixers Hawks. I actually think the Hawks are uh, an impressive team. I, I They're better than... Like they're better than their record, but like, uh, like their regular season record was. Um, losing DeAndre Hunter is awful for them defensively. Uh, he's got length; he can cover both wings and bigs. Uh, I think that that's like a significant downgrade for them. And like, I agree. Like, if 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 which they won't, but if they beat the Sixers, uh, they are going to get absolutely fucking shit housed by the Nets of the Bucks. Like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Though. Like they're not. I don't think that they're a particularly good team. I think that they're playing a little above their head um, right now, and I think that the Sixers are a significantly better team when they play their starters. And like, it's something that this is like an issue with Doc Rivers, and we've seen this, and he just like doesn't make the proper adjustments, and that's part of why the Clippers even lost last year. 
uh, is because Doc wasn't making these adjustments. I thought so, you were going to say he doesn't have a voice. Yeah, like you would think that for a doctor, he might be better at uh, like adjusting to a different patient and like what the situation is. But um, I, I don't. Maybe they just can't hear him. I just don't really think the Hawks are that good. Like I don't think that Trey Young's take. Trey Young's good. Like he's taking a lot of steps forward. Um, I just don't see him leading them beyond like any. I I, I don't see them getting out of the series. Um, Philly seemed to figure something out in the back end of game one. Um, they were obviously able to win then uh, winning cover like pretty significantly in game two. Uh, I think the key for them is really just don't play your bench guys. Uh, their, their rotations are too long and maybe they're doing that right now to try to keep everybody fresh for a conference finals matchup. But I, I, I think that the Sixers are a lot better than they're kind of letting on here. Um, well, the DeAndre Hunter thing is huge. That, that, that hurts. Yeah, that, that like really sucks uh, for Atlanta in that series. So I, I, I bet Philly to advance at like plus 100 plus and then like minus 118 after mm-hmm. game one. Uh, so if you follow me on the app, you would on the action app, you would see that. Uh, I think that there was tremendous value and that was a like crazy overreaction because really as long as Joel Embiid is going to play, the Sixers are going to win this team series um and that's that's really what i think anyway i think that there's a chance that the hawks could steal one here and split and then go you know kind of elongate the series and yeah it's that's that's just my that's just my thought so i you you can't put it out of the realm of like possibilities just based on their shot profile they take they chuck a lot of threes um so and they have good three-point shooters so you know, you can always steal a game, but I, I still don't see it going past six. I think like most likely scenario is probably Philly winning four to two uh, in that series. Um, let's go to the Western Conference where the Nuggets are on the ropes and the Suns look like a goddamn juggernaut. <laughs> yeah, that series, I think, might be over. <laughs> like, like I'm will- more willing to say that series is over than the Bucks and the Nets just because what we know about the nuggets is they just did not have the firepower and it was going to kind of be like, can uh, the NBA MVP Nikola Jokic uh, lead them to a series win here and what the Suns are doing. And this is something that the Suns have been awesome at all year throughout the course of the season. Actually, the Suns um, have been dynamite against teams in the top 10 in point differential and actually they were i'm going to pull the numbers up right now they were 17 and 7 against the top 10 teams in point differential according to cleaning the glass and they had the number one offense and number 10 defense so uh they ran a little bit higher than their expected wins uh, but still, like that, that shows you like they're winning these close games. They're winning against these good teams. And the thing that they're doing stylistically, which I'm curious to see if the Nuggets can combat, is and, and I haven't seen it yet, is what they're doing is they're basically putting somebody on Jokic immediately and they're forcing him to like run around the court way, way more than he normally does. And they're able to do this because you don't have Jamal Murray. So when you don't have Jamal Murray, and you really need the offense to run through 
Jokic and you need him to score. You need him to be like the number one scorer, number one facilitator, number one everything. And they're just running him ragged. So it's made it a lot more difficult. And then, you know, instead of 24 seconds on the shot clock, you're really looking at, you know, they're they're not getting into their offense until you're like halfway done with the shot clock. So it they're really struggling to find not only good looks, but um, score to score efficiently against the Suns' defense, which was one of the better defenses in the league as a as a whole uh, this season. So you saw what the Suns' defense did to the Lakers. Granted, they were kind of hampered as well, but their defense is legit. And, uh, and, and they're showing that they're a pretty legit contender uh, with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I, you know, great, great analysis. Um, <laughs> let's go to uh, Clippers Jazz, another series that, um, you know, like yeah. the Bucks Nets could be a very different, um, different analysis based on what happens tonight in game two. I think these teams, you know, if there is a series that looks more evenly matched out of these four, I think this one is definitely the one. And I think people are kind of coming on to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this right now. This to me is the live bet series because both teams basically are refusing to adjust. They're just like, we're going to both shoot a lot of threes and that's it. Like, that's all we're going to do. So actually today, um, I'm going to give it to you guys. We'll see if it worked out. Uh, I was actually talking to uh, your brother here and we found a bet that we liked. It was a player performance double on FanDuel. Paul George, 30 plus points and the Clippers to win at eight to one odds. Um, I like it a lot. His opportunities are there, uh, but a lot of it has to do with three point shooting. The jazz and the Clippers both love to shoot threes and they're both pretty good at it. The thing that this is going to create is a lot of shooting variance. And also like a 20 point lead is just going to mean fucking nothing unless it's like three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, just because of the way that these teams can score and also defend. Now, the Clippers, one thing that was interesting, and I'm curious to see if they do it uh, or if they did it last night, you'll kind of be able to see. I'll probably be tweeting about it, uh, or you can kind of go back and what I was tweeting about. But the thing that's interesting is that the Clippers, when they play small, they score really well because Rudy Gobert is not a good he, – he's a really good drop coverage defender, but he's not – great at like switch or playing at the level uh and what that's creating is like he basically has to play drop coverage against this Clippers team where everybody can shoot threes uh fun fact Marcus Morris senior is the third number three he's either the number three or he's the most accurate three-point percentage shooter in postseason history so fun fact there but he um it's it's just creating this problem for both teams because when the Jazz, the Jazz really need to play Gobert. He's their best defensive player, but he also comes with certain shortcomings in that he's not able to really adapt that well and play different styles of coverage. So, but on the flip side, the Jazz are crushing the Clippers on offense because Gobert has nobody that can stop him if the Clippers play small. So it's it's going to be it's kind of an interesting battle here because the Jazz have historically shot a lot of threes this season. Uh, and the Clippers also like to shoot threes, but by leaving 
Rudy Gobert out there, defensive player of the year. I'm putting like quotes around that because he won, but I don't, I don't know if I agree. Uh, like he's great in the one system, but against this Clippers team, I don't really love it. So I, I still like the Clippers. I think to win the series, I think that game one uh, was a scheduled loss. They played it. They were coming off of game seven. Um, the jazz were very well rested. Donovan Mitchell dropped 45 and they shot like God from three uh, after being down a little bit. So it's uh, I, I still think that the Clippers are alive in the series and I like their price uh, now, even if they lose this game uh, game two, I still think they can come back and win this series uh, and you're gonna get a really juicy number on it uh, as well. All right. So any, yeah, I mean, I think we, we talked enough about the NBA. I think we got all the series covered. Um, I'm not prepared to add to my futures portfolio yet, but I will be betting on, I will probably be betting on whoever comes out of the Bucks net series, which looks like the nets. uh, But I will probably be betting on whoever comes out of that series to win the title in one way, shape or form. All right. Let's talk about the NHL playoffs again. Another, could be over by the time that we're we're talking about this. Uh, producer Corey, the Islanders surprising and advancing over the Boston Bruins. I know that you didn't have a, bo- uh, a Bruins futures for the Thank first God. time. Thank God. This was like relieving. Very relieving. Six or seven day. years. Um, so congrats to you for Thank not you. Um, not having to live that down. Yeah, I would have been. I would have been put on a watch for sure. You guys would have to make sure I was okay for a couple of days. Um, the lightning. I just think this is the lightning's year. Yep. hundred percent. I've already bet them to win the cup. Do it. If you can still get good odds. I think they're plus a hundred on DraftKings, if I'm not mistaken, or they were a couple days ago, grabbed it again. Why not? Um, I do think whatever team in the West is probably going to give them some trouble, but I do think they're going to steamroll this next round. Like they're going to just walk through the Islanders. I agree. I think that, you know, they could, the Islanders could steal a game. I'm interested. Like I said before, you know, there's really not a lot. Like, I, like, I don't know how serious to take Montreal because yeah, tough. they haven't seen an American team yet. Yeah. And there's a lot, I think there's going to be like a huge overcorrection because everyone's kind of teed it up to be like, Oh, when Montreal plays in Vegas or Colorado, like they're going to be, just out of their um, out of their element. And I bet they will for game one. I'd say game one with like fans and stuff, something they haven't seen for a year, but and they're yeah. traveling. I don't know. I would take game one for the home team. I would say that except for they've had like a lot of days to prepare because they swept the Jets. Like they're talking about, oh, you know, their signals and how they just switch, like with the sound is probably not going to be as, as different, but they, you know, if they're smart, they're implementing that right now. They, uh, that's a game you're going to want to live bet. You see them come out of the gate, like, like buck, like crazy, maybe hold off. But if you see them on their heels at any point in the early, early first period, I'd say bet the home team. Cause I think once they're going to be out in a game, not the series, but like once they're out, I think it's gonna be hard for them to gain their like you know, hard for them to go in the locker room for twenty minutes and just regroup and come back in the game. I think uh, if they, if they go down early, they're gonna have trouble in game one. Um, but I think they will give it a series. I don't think it's gonna be a sweep. Um, either team doesn't really matter. They're probably gonna 
six games. I'll say six games. Yeah. But yeah, they're sneaky. I don't know. They could they win? Maybe, but I don't know. I just don't see it. Canada's got the stink on them right now. Again, I think, you know, Golden Knights, Avalanche, whoever wins that series, um, probably going to beat the Canadians. I would probably sprinkle a little bit on the Canadians just in case, you know, Get a little that they still surprise. Um, and then Lightning, I think they roll over the Islanders. And then if, like I said, if the Lightning are somehow uh, dogs or light favorites in that series against grab uh, it. yeah, whoever, just grab it. Uh, puck line, get some puck line bets in. Yeah, regulation bets, you know, the whole the whole line. So I, I think that's it for the NHL in our discussions. Um, we'll be having the best Stanley Cup finals in a long time, I think, coming our way. Yeah. It's going to be good. Um, let's talk about baseball. Joe, are you back? Oh, yeah. I love betting baseball. Kind I'm not of. even talking about base, betting baseball. I'm going to talk about the um, – illegal substance Ooh, stuff that's going attack. on. Yeah. Um, there was a video that was going around of Yadier Molina. Out of, his cage? <laughs> of Yadier Molina. There's two things I want to talk about. First is like baseball always has this like retroactive look at like, oh, we've been doing this for so long. Now people are mad. Let's Let's analyze it. But it's like things become so crystal clear. Like in the moment – I'm sure some people were like, yeah, no, Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire probably shouldn't be hitting 70 plus home runs, 66 plus home runs in a year. But like whatever. But yeah, but, but like, you know, it, it took like Balco scandal and whatever four or five years after that, people were like, oh yeah, like that's why there were so many fucking home runs. Yeah. Same thing here. Yeah, let's blame when, Andy Pettit. There's a video going around of like three years ago, Yadier Molina blocking a ball in the dirt and then the, he can't find the ball and it's because it's stuck to his chest protector and it's not like wedged into anything. It's literally just stuck on it. Like it's sticking to his chest protector and people were <laughs> like, Oh yeah, this is maybe when we should have maybe started talking about uh, the shit on the balls. Because, no Velcro yeah. on the balls, please. Yeah. Like the, the, it's just like physically impossible for the laws of physics for the ball to just be sticking on his chest protector and unless the ball was made of metal and he had a COVID vaccine early. Oh yeah. That, that is a thing apparently. Yeah. I, bang right to him like a magnet. Nailed him. I, I do think that this is like, it's an issue. Uh, it's the one thing, the one thing that I hate about baseball. Um, this is another think, thing by the way, cause you already hate unwritten rules. So this is thing number two. Yeah. Well, it, this thing is number kind two. of like, I would say this is like, this ties in with unwritten rules. So the thing Sub I hate one, about baseball is, Baseball will do whatever the fuck they can and like let anything slide as long as it's bringing in people. And then as soon as they're like, oh, like people are back, then they're like, nope, we're going to crack down on this. It's like it, if it wasn't OK then or like if it was OK, then it should still be OK now. Like it's not really that big of a deal. Like we juice the juice the balls again then. I don't care. like whatever. Like if that's what the problem is, like I love seeing like these pitchers are awesome um, and I don't really see a huge issue with it as long as like if everybody's kind of on the same playing field um a lot of the pitchers are saying that it lets them this i don't agree this is, sounds like bullshit because they're like oh well like i only need it in the winter because then it gives me like attack on the ball and i'm like well it's fucking july bro like you know like you're still using this you also have to take into consideration pitchers are crazy 
Yeah, pitchers They're like are goalies absolute. in every other sport. They're crazy. Yeah. People are absolute nut jobs, but um, I, I don't know. I, I don't think of it as like the biggest deal. Um, I think that a lot more pitchers are using it than you would know or like think of. And it's going to be interesting to see like how they determine what is or isn't allowed because like they've been allowing this. It's kind of weird because it's like they've been allowing this for so long now that like you're going to have these guys that are in the, that are like in the pros that like, that's how they pitch. Like that's what they know how to do. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see what the blowback is of that. Uh, and if there's, you know, any other issues regarding it, but uh, I'm well, I think Ga- Garrett, see- Garrett Cole has gotten the most like blowback for it. Yeah. Well, cause he had that like weird, like that, that interview was not ideal. Um, but uh, you just have to see, uh, you really don't know because a lot of these guys, like it's it's a question of whether or not uh, it's like an Astros thing from what, uh, like a lot of these guys that were with the Astros, whether it's Cole or even Verlander, like people thought Verlander was like dead. And then he came back and just was absolutely fucking dealing. So you wonder if it's a tack thing or if it's like a coaching thing. Um, and maybe this will kind of clear it up a little bit more as well. The, um, uh, the one thing that is interesting is that the tack only would increase people's spin rate, yeah. not necessarily velocity. So with some of these pitchers, uh, and I think Cole is one of them, you've seen like he's he's hitting like 100 miles an hour like regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that they also talked about with Jacob deGrom uh, because his spin rate has gone up like rapidly, but so is his velocity. So yeah. a lot of it has to do with, you know, body mechanics and like what you're doing with like how you're holding the ball. And it's not just this tacky substance. So I'm curious to see like, how much did this really matter? Or is this just MLB trying to grab like a headline right now? Yeah. I don't know if it's good. Like it's, it's weird because if you're trying to think about like what the MLB does, Pete Alonzo had like a crazy, um, insightful comment i think it was like wednesday night after the mets uh game in the in the press conference he said and like he said it no nonchalant so nonchalantly he's like well the mlb does whatever they do based on like the free agent class that's coming next year i don't i I believe that entirely well yeah so so just to to kind of illustrate this a little more Two years ago or whatever it was, all the pitchers were coming, uh, all like the big time pitchers were coming up in free agency. And that was the whole, they're juicing the baseballs and, you know, ERAs are up, home runs are up, everything kind of in line with just the MLB juicing the baseballs. And that was like a huge story two years ago. And it was in line with a huge uh, free agent class of pitchers. And now you're seeing, and again, it's, it's all coincidental until somebody um, comes up with some sort of like smoking gun proof, which I don't think is going to happen. They're like, now this year, there's a huge class of free agent hitters coming on the market, whole bunch of shortstops, you know, story Lindor, um, a couple other guys. Lindor and... needs all the fucking help he can get. <laughs> Baez, <laughs> all these guys, and you're hearing all about how the MLB is dejuicing the baseballs, and like I don't know what the correct term for that would be. 
Um, Squeezing. And, and, uh, (laughs) you know, ERAs are down, home runs are down, and it's going the reverse. But Pete Alonso says, oh, yeah, no, baseball just juices the baseballs and they de-juice the baseballs based on uh, the class of of free agents that's coming. And it was like this conspiracy theory, but it makes sense for – baseball i don't I like does it make sense for baseball like the owners probably don't want to shell out this money so maybe like if you're looking at uh manford is like you know the the employee of the owners you know that could be a thing and it was just really interesting to hear it just said i don't know if he's gonna get fined for saying that <laughs> maybe <laughs> the baseball mlb might just be better off like letting that slip because that wasn't like it's not like they being, don't want to bring more attention to it. Yeah, it's you know? not being picked up by a lot of uh, news aggregators, but it was said, and I watched the video, and he says it like so nonchalantly that that seems to be. It wouldn't surprise me that's like a, well, that's like a widely held belief amongst the players, and it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see if like that becomes something the players' association says. So, um, the other yeah. thing I wanted to talk about with the substances on the balls is. I've seen a lot of quotes from hitters that actually are fine with it. Really? They're like, yeah, because they're like, I don't want, I want to face a pitcher who like can put the ball where it needs to go, like yeah. where he's trying to go. Like, I don't want a situation Kevin Pillar style where the guy can't hold on to the ball. And I'm like sitting in there against like 98, 99 miles per hour and like not knowing where it's going. Like that's dangerous. Yeah, like that's scary shit. Speaking of that, I got this. I, I, I put this on my Instagram. I got this card and it's just perfect for this moment. Randy Johnson, craziest motherfucker. Like you just didn't know where the ball was going when he was on like the Mariners and the Diamondbacks. And neither did this bird. And this is like the perfect, the most. I can't believe that there's seen. a still of that, or is that a painting? It's a, it's like a. It has created, to be a, an illustration. Yeah, it's like cre- it's illustrated. But no, I, I think that, that makes a lot of sense history. because, like, if you're a batter and you know, like, even if the guy's throwing like 98 and it's absolute filth, but if you know, like, I'm not gonna get hit because this guy's always in the strike zone. I'd feel a lot more comfortable then than somebody throwing 90 miles an hour and just has absolutely no control over where the fuck the ball is going um, just from a comfort perspective. So uh, yeah. And I mean, you're right. Like these guys, like you can really get hurt with the fucking baseball. So, you know, it's not, it's not like, it's not super surprising. Like that people are concerned about that as well. Even the hitters. Uh, it maybe it might be some time like it might be a chance to look at some uh numbers i think the the key number to look at would be spin rate on some of these pitches and uh like swinging strike numbers uh on some of these like top pitchers and see what is going on with them and that'll give you a better indication of you know are they, are they struggling with this? Like, are they, or are they struggling to adapt? So it might be an opportunity to either bet to possibly bet some overs in some of the games that they're pitching in. All right. Um, anything else you have to add on the uh, MLB discussion? Uh, not at the moment. Producer Corey. No, it's boring. Make it more, not boring. 
<laughs> so more uh, more hit batters. <laughs> I did. I didn't even I look did at the last see... one. It was too bad. You guys scared the shit out of me. I wouldn't look at that it. one. Was fucking bad. Got, well, that was a hit. That was the ball that got hit back up the middle. Yeah, I don't need so. shock and awe entertainment. I just want to watch a good game. So you know, yeah, a little that's... less gore, a little more action. <laughs> All right, let's go into pods and racks. Take us out, uh, producer Corey. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Um, I'll be recommending Drive to Survive F1 on Netflix. I just watched all three seasons in a week. I did not think I would enjoy this one bit. Couldn't stop watching it. It's incredible. I'm an F1 guy now. I'm going to be watching Formula One from here on out. I can't believe how dramatic the whole thing is. It's mind-blowing. This is an unexpected twist. Yeah. I mean, I always shout on racing. Uh, I was only ever really ever watching NASCAR, if anything, and it's usually for draft positions in our fantasy football league. But holy shit, it's wild. Also, like, I understand the cars still go faster in NASCAR, but there's no twists and turns like there are in Formula One. And the car, the crashes are just like 100% gnarlier. And every time there's a crash, everyone's just holding their breath. They're like, is he dead? Like, it's it's never a normal like, oh, he'll be fine. I'll just crawl out of there. Like, it's always like, oh, fuck. He hit a wall at like 200 miles an hour. That's not good. He just burst into flames and he's been in there for two minutes. Hope he's okay. Like I couldn't stop watching this shit. I highly suggest you watch it. I'm now into the sport. F1 guy. Who's up next? Um, I'm going to recommend using a business email. Um, So I would just, I would just recommend like not, crossing your social media uh with like business there's something very important i forgot to tell you what don't cross the streams why it would be bad i'm fuzzy on the whole good bad thing what do you mean bad try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light total protonic reversal right that's bad okay all right important safety tip thanks egon so you know, it's one thing, it's one thing like, you know, when we put out there, like, you know, we're tweeting, you know, like I'll tweet about like the action network, stuff like that. But that's really what my online Twitter handle is designed for. Um, and I, I don't know if I would, I, like, I don't think that I would go sliding into DMs particularly, especially depending on your realm of business. Uh, I, I don't know if I would do that um, for just anything. Um, I think, you know, if you can, like, maybe it would be appropriate if I like posted, you know, this Kate May cranberry shandy on my story and you responded to it and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, that probably is delicious. Different to approach you about a business thing when your email is readily available on the internet. Um, so I would recommend keeping boundaries, um, understanding that not all walls are physical. Sometimes they could be made of fire, firewalls, and, you know, sometimes they're just societal standards. So that's what I would recommend. I would recommend, like, you know, not crossing streams and making sure that you understand what is or isn't appropriate to do over the Internet. Um, So keep those webcams up, you know. The um, like you can keep them up. My... It's fine if you get caught doing anything bad. Apparently, you don't lose your job. You get a yeah, warm like welcome you... back. 
it's all good. <laughs> One of uh, that, whatever, some of the things you were saying there made me think of it's like a meme when uh, Trump was president and it's like him like walking all dejected, but it's like black and white. And it's like sometimes we put up walls just to see who would tear them down. <laughs> 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 oh jesus christ so like just a uh, shout perfect. out like myspace emo stuff yeah um, uh, just perfect just i'm gonna i'm gonna recommend a series on hbo um similar to actually i don't think it was on hbo was it on hbo it was on the stars network stars oh. network um, Ooh, but it's but it's on Hulu. Similar, like I do love another HBO show that was canceled after like one season. This the one brink? Maybe two. The Brink. So oh, funny. how the fuck? Let's did just that talk about in? The Brink for an hour. That show was awesome. <laughs> that show was oh, so good. It was too smart for the fucking idiots who watched whatever was on after Game of Thrones. It was, yeah, yes. yeah. Fucking peasants. They ruined When's it. When's Barry coming back? That's another question. Dave, oh, the yeah. season of Dave is coming back soon, too. Yeah. So. The Brink, also a great show. Recommend anyway, that one as well. Um, this show uh, predated The Brink by five years. Um, it's called Party Down. Um, and we've been watching it. My fiance showed it to me like a while ago, but we've been re-watching it. And it is with uh, Adam Scott, Jane Lynch, Martin Starr. Like a lot of people that have kind of come up big but they're like pretty great lineup yeah and they are uh like caterers like trying to make it in hollywood but like each episode is like a different party that they do and it like makes for a good like ensemble kind of like episode by episode like not kind of like not a lot of like through the series like plot building like there's a little bit in terms of like relationships but really there's just you know one-off jokes based on like the group of people that they are providing catering services to um so like i'm reading now like show was well received by critics nielsen ratings very low so they eventually lost jane lynch to glee and adam scott to parks and rec um and then they uh cancel it but it's like very (laughs) very very funny show very funny show it's on party down party down on it's on hulu yeah cool i have somebody else's account i can totally use it i would i would like and it's like you know 20 minute episodes they're 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 funny episodes just quick hitters yeah the second episode in the first season they're uh they're like doing an event for the college republicans and it's oh like my God. So, so funny <laughs> they're brilliant i already love this i'm mean, can't wait so all right that's my rec um hope next next week is 100 episodes huh yeah we should probably do it in person yeah wow actually wow it's, it's wow time. Joe getting old, president boys. covid's over we're getting old COVID's, yeah wait i'm off uh i'm off on next friday juneteenth me too get the day the day <laughs> the day before they celebrated the day early um so this will be we got to get this it's got to be a good episode I'm, I'm in the office next week. We're back. I'm All already right. doing research into some weirder things that have occurred over the last 99 episodes. They'll oh be making God. some appearances. Yeah, we'll, we'll dig up some stuff. Yeah. But- and I, uh, I've i already found like a nice sized map I can use to just do some quizzes for Joe. It looks like a, a fourth grade classroom empty map. 
of the United I, States. I love, love this. This is gonna be awesome. I so love. Do this. your studying, Joe. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to break out my globe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for this week's episode number 99, the Wayne Gretzky episode. See you next week for Dominic DeLeo, Joe DeLara, producer Corey signing off. Have a great weekend. God bless. I got this rolly on my wrist, man. But I didn't pay for it. Hell no. I didn't even have to work for it. Hell no. It's all a true story. Let me tell you how I got this rolly on my wrist, man. This there, this there, sugar, mama, roll it, whoa, sugar, mama, roll it, whoa, sugar, mama, roll it, whoa, sugar, mama, roll it, this that sugar, mama, roll it, yeah, 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 I love my sugar, mama, no, she do not come with drama, all she do is give me money, now I'm stacking up these commas, got this roll on my wrist, but I did not pay for it All I do is show her love And I give her this dick This that sugar mama roll it Whoa, sugar mama roll it Whoa, sugar mama roll it Whoa, sugar mama roll it This that sugar mama roll it Yeah, 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 it started in the Queen City 704 Yeah, I met her on the street She was walking to the store started talking had a laughing yeah i was cracking jokes then we went straight to the bar pouring up drinks with all my folks then she said she had to go but i said please take my number when she walked away i saw her ass fatter than a hummer say she twice my age i don't care age is just a number little did we both know we'd be fucking that whole summer this that sugar mama rolling whoa Sugar, mama, rolling, whoa, sugar, mama, rolling, whoa, sugar, mama, rolling, this that sugar, mama, rolling, yeah, sugar, mama, rolling, yeah, sugar, mama, rolling, yeah, sugar, mama, rolling. She texted me the same night, told me come through. Okay. I was at the bar, I called the Uber, said I'll be there soon. When I pulled up to the penthouse, I said, damn girl, what a view. All glass walls all around could see the stars and moon then she showed me all around then she took me to her room then i had the screaming yelling yeah i hit it boom 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 then she told me that she loved me even though that she don't know me and next week guess what she bought me a rollie this that sugar mama rollie whoa sugar mama rollie whoa sugar mama rollie whoa sugar mama rollie this that sugar mama rollie yeah sugar mama rollie yeah sugar mama rollie yeah sugar mama rollie yeah she let me drive her amg footprints to the gas yeah we spent the whole summer sipping champagne blowing gas yeah i treat her real good yeah i make her laugh yeah i treat her real good yeah Smacking ass Then she bought me some new clothes And she let me hold some cash Say she got two kids But they both older than me But she bought me a rollie And she said it's all for me Why? Why? Cause she know this dick ain't free This that sugar 
mama rolling, whoa, sugar, mama rolling, whoa, sugar, mama rolling, whoa, sugar, mama rolling, this that sugar, mama rolling, yeah, sugar, mama rolling, yeah, sugar, mama rolling, yeah, sugar, mama rolling, rolling.